hey, guess what? You're about to hear an extra point of comic timing. There be spoilers ahead. There be spoilers ahead. This is the spoiler warning. If you continue to listen to this episode and then you go on the Facebook page and you start bitching that I spoiled Constantine or Gotham for you, you were not listening to the spoiler warning. However, he doesn't mean Stephanie Brown. (laughs) (laughs) I mean spoilers! Spoilers! You may now listen to the episode in full. Comic Timing is a proud member of the Comics Podcast Network. Hey, look, it's an extra point. I'm being timely about this. We just finished watching Gotham. Chris, what did you think? Was it like the best thing ever that you've ever seen? Or was it not? Or was it somewhere in between? What kind of question is that? Well, it was obviously the best pilot that's ever on television, right? Like, it's about Batman. How could it possibly be bad? Everyone knows the best pilot on television was the pilot for Lost, which was so good that it managed to keep people watching for six seasons, despite (laughs) the fact that there wasn't a new episode every week and nothing happened in most of the episodes, and Michael just ran through the jungle a lot screaming, And yet we still kept watching it, so it must have been a good pilot. (laughs) Just like people will continue to watch this, hoping that it turns out differently. In the final episode of Gotham, it's like, James Gordon catches the Wayne's killer, and young Bruce finds closure and dedicates his life to philanthropy. The end. I'd watch the shit out of that. Like, that would be, like, the best series finale for this show. Like, it would be life-changing for me. It would be incredibly unsatisfying to everyone involved, <laughs> and yet somehow would still be better than the Smallville finale. <laughs> was was it good? No. But that's not the point. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. My, my Obviously, my first major complaint about this is... Hey, hey, Oswald, you kind of look like a penguin. Wink! Oh, God! Oh, my eye! Oh, shit! Way way too much self-referential stuff going on already. what's your name? Ivy. Oh, hi, Ivy. We'll just walk into your apartment filled with plants. (laughs) Lots and lots of plants. (laughs) And and really, what the hell's the point with Ivy Pepper? Maybe she'll change her name to get away from the stigma of being the daughter of a criminal. Uh... A dead criminal who supposedly killed two of the most beloved and richest people in all of Gotham. Supposedly. Oh, dear God. Yeah, supposedly. And the, the setup for the death was just awkward. It's, you know, like, the show is not supposed to be about Batman. Mm-hmm. But you know they're going to make it about Batman as yeah. much as they can right. to the stretch the limits. Because... They could have done the Wayne's death as a complete, like, side note. Just have them investigating the bodies. Don't even show us the death mm-hmm. if they really, really wanted to get away from Batman. But they don't. Right. And, of course, that was the first scene I had issues with. Because it was just like, why are you walking through this alley? Where are you going? What are you talking about? I don't understand. The more I look at the Batman origin, the more it is incompatible <laughs> with everything we know. Because, you know, this this thing is set in New York. Yeah. Or, I mean, sorry. It is shot in New York, and it looks like New York. Yeah. And it is very New York, but not. And you know that ever since the 90s, crime has gone down. Yeah. And no one's going to be gunned down in an alley. <laughs> 
So like, I, was it even an alley? Like uh, it, it was it, just it was an alley, but it wasn't even like one of those skinny dark alleys. Like yeah. there was still sunlight for freak's sake. It looked like Chinatown. I mean, oh, there it, wasn't it, sunlight. It was dark. It was like Chinatown because mm-hmm. you had the whole thing with um, not Catwoman, yeah. you know, stealing stuff, and then she runs into. By the way, I don't see the point of having her like witness the crime and mm-hmm. be hiding up on a fire escape the entire time and then not even use her because yeah. what made no sense about that scene was, you know, the Waynes walk in, they get mugged, they're going to hand over the valuables and the guy shoots them anyway. Mm-hmm. And then the guy's going to shoot Bruce and then doesn't and just leaves and kind of, he actually walks out of the alley in such a way that he jostles the kid. Yeah. I mean, if I didn't know better, I would have said he was hired by Amanda Waller and told to jostle little Bruce just to rub it in like the big fucking dick she doesn't have. Oh, shit, dude. That would be amazing. I'm overthinking these. But... Oh, oh, but no, whatever. That would still be a better Amanda but, Waller. But yeah, because it made no sense. Like, I'm not going to shoot. Because usually in most versions of the origin I've seen, like, he hears, like, somebody coming, hears mm-hmm. the cops. So if you're going to put selena kyle at the scene have her i don't know throw something to distract the guy or or maybe run off the fire escape so the guy turns or something and instead it was just this weird like tableau like it was a total setup i mean that's the whole plot line they're trying to set up that it was this plot which i don't really like too much because i always thought that the point of the Wayne's murder was that it was random yeah. and meaningless. Right. It was utterly meaningless. And that's why Bruce gets this hard on for like justice and helping people because his life was shattered in such a meaningless, empty bullshit robbery. Right. Just completely pointless. If it's yeah. part of a larger conspiracy, I'm sorry, but that would be the last episode of this well, show is, it's, oh, you caught my parents' killer. Well, then, I feel at peace. I'm going to grow up and be a responsible human being and maybe, you know, bang this chick who's been following me around <laughs> for five seasons. You know what it is? It, it, it's it's making Sandman the guy who killed Uncle Ben. Like, it's, it, it's overcomplicating things, like, way too much to, to have it be some sort of uh, contract killing or something like that that ties into everything in one way or the other. Well, I don't understand why we even need some kind of overall, like, another overall arc when yeah. there's already different pieces at play, like the fact that Fish Mooney, whoever the hell Fish this Mooney. is supposed to be this, you know, is is plotting against Falcone. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, I, I call, I'm calling it now. The season's going to end with her dying at the Penguin's hands. Yeah. And it's partly going to be because they can't afford to pay Jada Pickett Smith more than well, one year. Well, look, I mean, what she she could be doing this pro bono. I mean, Will Smith makes all the money anyway, right? I thought it was Jaden and Willow are making all the money now. Ha <laughs> Woo! Woo! Oh, yeah! Welcome to Earth. <laughs> oh, and, and for that matter, so is Selena just going to, like, stalk Bruce for the rest of the series? Like he's for, just... for the next five years, yeah. and then he's going to find closure, and then they're going to bang. Uh, Yeah. Boom, it's, boom, boom. It's like the, it, this obviously is already having the same problems mm-hmm. we have in Smallville. Yeah. That it's going to have every villain, every plot line, but they can't actually have Batman. Right. Yeah. Oh, but at least we have cheeky bastard Alfred. And that's and that's I, something. I kind of like what I do like was the fact that the whole we're not actually getting to see Alfred and Bruce interact mm-hmm. because this isn't their story. This is supposed to be like James Gordon's story. Yeah. So basically, Alfred just comes across as a huge douche. Yes, he does. And there's even a moment, I know, like they spoil it, where he's got like hover hand over Bruce. <laughs> like he puts his hand towards him and it's just. Should I? Should I? Should I? And Should eventually, I? he like 
starts to put his fingertips on him, and yeah. then the camera just cuts away, and I'm just like, oh, yeah, just, I want Alfred to just be, come across as such a douchebag in this. Oh, it's okay, I'm, I'm gonna be your father figure now. Uh, not, not that you want me to be, but, but, but there's really no other option here, so there's no one else to raise you, so, so, um, um, uh, can we be friends, can, please? I'm gonna be your father figure with the entire intent of, I'm going to encourage you to become a superhero, and then, so that you'll die, and then I inherit the Wayne fortune. Wow. I, I'm writing some really dark plot lines. Dude, man, this is a fucked up Elseworld. Why was the, <laughs> I don't know why no one's written that Elseworlds, honestly. <laughs> oh, oh, and can, can I say how much of a goddamn cop-out it is to have Bullock be a, be a crooked cop? He's crooked, but he's not. Like, he's sort of that, got that, like... It's better than the first, the 1989 Batman movie where he true. was just outright crooked. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, yeah. I know that Donald Logue does does play good crooked people. I think my biggest issue is that he's playing the same. Like, it feels like the same character he played on Sons of Anarchy. Only a lot less fucked up. Hopefully, like, yeah, I don't think he's gonna kill any uh, maids. A, any maids in this one. Yeah, that I know of. Or do a lot of drugs. Yeah, I, uh, it, it's not bad for a pilot. It's just it. It. I'm going into this wondering like. What is this going to add to the to the overall story of 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 Batman? What is this going to add to the overall story of Gotham in general? It's just like, going to be a nine season long cock tease. Yeah, you're right. It it is Smallville in so many ways that way. It's Smallville. It's yeah, Smallville. I think it has better production values than Smallville. It does. Yeah, and and I mean, we were saying when we were watching it, even like how gorgeous some of those shots were with yeah the, the sequence where they're trying where they're hitting the streets where James and Harvey are on the street and they're busting perps and taking them in for uh, questioning mm-hmm. and they got this weird yellow lighting thing going on and they got this nice rock beat behind it and yeah. it it kind of worked on a technical level for me. It's, I'm gonna call it that it's pretentious bullshit but i like pretentious bullshit yeah. so that scene was actually well done right i also liked the scene with fish mooney and the comedian on the stage yes and i said that i was like oh they're they're just gonna like cock tease us with the joker here yeah. aren't and, we and, and and what i've heard uh, at least what rich johnston said is that he heard from other sources that pretty much every episode in this first season is going to tease that someone is going to be the joker like every episode is going to give us a different person who could potentially be the joker which I, which I kind of think is pretty cool. Sort of the, you know, how did I get this scars aspect of the Joker? Like, we don't even freaking know who it's going to wind up being until it actually happens. The show is so dark already when you think about it. Because it's like, we're just going to introduce all the villains now. And they have to wait 20 years before anyone is going to kick them in the ass. Yeah. And Edward Nigma is like freaking cop. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I thought it would be a super dark show if every single villain was a former cop. Darkness! No, parents! I'll probably just play it at the end. <laughs> I probably will, yeah. I'm gonna probably stick with it for at least a season. See if I if I if I continue to sort of think why am I here or whether I actually get sucked in, but it I hope it's better than Smallville. It better be better than Smallville. Better than the first half of Agents of Shield. Well, yeah. That was awful, that yeah. pilot. That was terrible and here i am actually looking forward to season two of agents of show which premieres tomorrow so yeah. that's that will hopefully be uh, a positive lucy lois yay yeah but the problem i'm having is that i don't care about agents of shield now because the peggy carter show is on the way that is true i i keep calling it agents of shield and then he's like no no no, peggy carter i'm like peggy carter of shield <laughs> peggy carters agent carters of shield hey she's gonna be in the in the shield uh premiere so that's that's good with with, with Duggan for that matter. Is that, is that the premiere? Yeah, this premiere. Okay. Yeah, 
Mm-hmm. At least everything I've been hearing is that uh, that yeah. that's going to be the premiere. Yeah. I mean, do you do you see a future for Gotham past like you know two or three seasons or? Uh, it's Fox. Yeah. I think that's I all I need to say. Yeah. But then again, if they sure renewed, gonna be good. If they renewed Sleepy Hollow, it, it could stand a chance. And it's not probably not as expensive as mm-hmm. you know the long, our 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 our, our dearly departed no. uh, being human. Yeah, almost almost human. Almost human. Yeah, it oh. doesn't matter. They're all gone anyway. Yeah, I know. I know. I miss you. You were great. Remember how how one of you was a robot and the other one was human and you were fighting crime? That was awesome. Good times. Oh, dear. <laughs> Anything else you want to add? Anything else we forgot? Well, I think this one had the best production values of the three DC pilots. Mm-hmm. But... We still haven't seen an HD copy of Constantine, so... It's... Yeah, a Constantine... Oh, yeah, let's talk about that a little bit, since we haven't talked about it on the show. Well, now you want me to actually remember what happened in that episode, <laughs> and I, I can't. Like, I like the guy who's playing Constantine. I thought he was spot on. Yeah. I thought that was all fine. I didn't like having it, of course, be set in the United States, because it seems like such a goddamn cop-out. It is. It's like the old... People used to beg J.K. Rowling to put in an American character <laughs> in Harry Potter, and yeah. we're all glad she didn't. Yeah, and now we're going to get the movie, which is actually based in New York, so so that, that that should be pretty cool. Oh, the new movie? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was it was pretty true to Constantine and it seemed to have kind of like that same sense of wry humor and the whole, "Oh, remember when everything went tips tits up and blank?" Yeah. Yeah, I don't like the American setting. Oh, then this is not a problem with the show in particular, but just with Constantine in general mm-hmm. is the disposable friends. Oh yeah. At least the guy was not actually dead, yes. but when he killed off his friend in it, I was just like Oh, yeah, that happens in the comics a lot. <laughs> Ugh, this isn't going to be very much fun to watch. And then he wasn't dead, so that was acceptable. Right. But thinking about, like, all of the Constantine comics I read, I'm like, I really don't want to see a show like well, that. Hey, look, I look forward to, I mean, they must have the same casting agent as Lost, because we, we, you get two Lost alums in the, in the first uh, episode yeah, alone. I, I did appreciate that it had, uh, you know, Michael, uh, I can't remember the actor's yeah. name all of a sudden. Uh, my, uh uh, Bernard? Bernardo. No, not Bernard. Uh, it's because we're horrible racists, clearly. Yeah. That's why we can't remember the black dude's name. Hold on. It's Harold. Harold Perrineau. Thank you. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Who believes he got a raw deal in Lost, and I fully agree with mm-hmm. that. And, and white guy from Lost shows up. Uh, the, the, the doc, Dr. Far- Faraday. Yeah, the one who played Daniel Faraday, Fa- right? Yeah, mm-hmm. That one, I didn't think it was a big, as big of a deal, but I do like seeing Harold Perrineau because I do enjoy him. Mm-hmm. And again, I always feel like he gets a raw deal because he's always in small parts or he gets on shows that are canceled yeah. or whatever. I'm already kind of happy that they're not sticking with female sidekick for the entire season. She's awful. Yeah. It was it was forced. It was way too forced. Like it, it was totally setting up a Robin character that he really didn't need. Yeah, they kind of wanted to, I guess... The thing is, though, that this is a show... That's going to be very esoteric. John, as a character, has no reason to talk out loud or explain what he's going to do. But if he has someone he's training, Mm -hmm. then he kind of has to. And that's, like, necessary. That's the reason why writers were like, oh, yeah, Batman, let's give him a sidekick. He has a sidekick. Yay, sidekick. That's why, like, teen sidekicks were such a big thing Mm -hmm. was because it was a very lazy way to explain the plot. Yeah. But I feel like we're past that. We've moved forward as a species and can write better than that. <laughs> yeah. Though, you know who I would love to see as, like, his partner is Zantana. Oh, dude. Zantana yeah. would be, like, so awesome. Yeah. You know? Or like, even, we, even Black Alice. Bring in a, a, D- a DC character nobody gives a shit about, you know? Something like that. Like, 
Well, like that's, a- that's kind of, if they do Constantine the way they do Arrow, then we're going to get plenty of things nobody gives a shit about, and yeah. that's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh, that, the, the Helmet of Fate and uh, and Swamp Thing's head showing yeah, up Yeah, they're, the they're doing some weird things there. Yeah. Like, if Constantine and Gotham play it more like Arrow does, it'll be just fine, which is why I think Flash has the biggest potential, because mm-hmm. it's the same team, it's on the same network, it's a spin-off. That's always a good, you know, a good thing in this case. Yeah. So I think it's going to be okay. Like I, I didn't actually think that pilot was that great, mm-hmm. but it was roughly on par with the fla- uh, the, the Arrow pilot, and yeah. the Arrow pilot, Arrow turned out to be a good show. It did, yeah. I think Gotham is the most ambitious and the one with the best production values. Which makes sense, I guess, because Fox versus CW, they might have more money to work with. Yeah, maybe. Also, you don't. Yeah, they, you always put more money in the Batman because yeah. you don't want to make a bad Batman show. Oh, dude, that's yeah. what car, that's Cartoon Network's job. Birds of Prey, come on. Oh my god, I think I only watched the pilot of that. <laughs> I actually stuck with it for the entire season somehow, and like I actually remember there being full episodes where I was just doing something else while it was on. Oh, that's me watching most TV nowadays. I'm yeah. just like, screw this, it's boring. But I, I, I think that uh, pairing Constantine with Grimm is a, is a very good well, idea. Well, I love Grimm, so yeah. you've already got me on board, because Grimm is a great show. If you don't watch it, you mm-hmm. should. I mean, I'll admit it has the season one issues where you're just like, oh, this is so not good. <laughs> what the hell? But once he has like a team around him, yeah. it's quite watchable. It's, it's the same thing with Arrow. Mm-hmm. When it was just Ollie... I was like, oh, he's grim, he's dark, we get it. Yeah. But then, you know, now he's got Felicity, and he's got Diggle, yep. and Roy. Oh, Roy! Speedy and- Expedy. Yeah. <laughs> you just you just love your speedy uh, incest, whatever you want to call it, speedy cest. Can I just comment real quickly? With Lucifer coming to Fox, and with Supergirl coming to CBS... There will be DC programming, if, if this Supergirl pilot goes through, it's a series, there will be DC programming on every, quote-unquote, major network but ABC, which will never happen because of Disney. Well, that that's fine, because ABC will have, if they want more Marvel shows, they can have more Marvel shows. Yeah, sure they can. I think it's dumb to split it the way they did, because honestly, you can make an entire lineup on the CW out of... DC shows plus Supernatural and the Vampire Diaries. <laughs> yeah. That's, that could be your entire lineup. Oh my god, yeah. Just put Vampire Diaries and Supernatural on one night, mm-hmm. and then every other night could be DC, and you could have, there's so many different, you know, stories and stuff that they could be using. Yeah. That it's not even like your your entire lineup would be superheroes. Yeah, you're right. Uh, I do think that DC is really, really bad at understanding how to create a universe, though. Mm-hmm. In an, a multimedia universe, the use of the word multimedia in its actual intended sense. Yeah. Because since I was talking now, now we're getting all fucking pretentious bullshit down here. <laughs> I'm going to the, what I what I was talking to Ian and hello people who are listening to this. I just finished Star Wars Scoundrels. Mm-hmm. You know, a Star Wars tie-in oh, yeah. novel. Yeah, he's laughing because I already went on a freaking rant about this. Yeah, you had. So I saw it in the library. You know, I, I had heard when it came out. It's, you know, it's it's by Timothy Zahn, the guy who wrote, like, a lot of really awesome Star Wars uh, Expand the Universe novels, including, you know, the Heir to the Empire trilogy or the Thrawn trilogy, whatever you want to call it. And, you know, a bunch of, bunch of other really good shit. And, you know, and, and it's like, oh, it's Han and, you know, Chewie and Lando and they're going to have like a heist. So it's basically Ocean's Eleven, but with Star Wars characters. Mm-hmm. You know, they got to steal MacGuffin from this safe <laughs> and, you know, they get this crack team of, you know, of people together. You know, they have like the cat burglar person and they have, the you know, another con artist 
and they got the guy who steals ships, you know, for a living. And, you know, they just have all these different, ver- you know, these various people and stuff. Yeah, like this now, I, I really feel like I am getting off track here. So I read this book. Yeah. It is Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. It is not even trying to be anything else. It's not trying to reach beyond that. It's telling the baseline of what it needs to do. Like that Doctor Who episode we watched, which was Ocean's Eleven also, actually. Oh, dear God. Yeah, it's, it's a trope that I'm starting to get really tired of lately. Yeah. But, you know, and then, so on top, so like I'm reading it and I'm not surprised by anything. Like, I don't actually know how they're going to break into this vault. I don't know how they're going to get out. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if they're going to walk away with the prize. Okay, I actually do know they're not going to walk away with the prize because <gasps> then Han would have had money to pay off Jabba in Return of the Jedi. Yes. So that's problem number one is you yeah. know no one's no one fa- in, uh, important is going to die. Yeah. Because Han and Chewie and Lando have to be in place for Empire Strikes Back. It takes place between A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back. Right. That was problem number one. Problem number two, besides the Ocean's Eleven thing, was oh, also God. that it was kind of like, yeah, there is a scene <laughs> where the vault, which is a giant sphere, is rolling at Han. He is running away from a giant sphere that will crush him. If you are not laughing your ass off at this point, you really, really need to go watch some freaking movies. Throw me the whip. Yeah, he, he had a whip. He was holding a whip. Han Solo was holding a whip. But I, my problem, the reason I bring this up is that it kind of like made me think it was so fan fiction-y. Yeah. And that's why I got angry at this book, because the Star Wars Expanded Universe is the, like, the baseline. It is the flagship. It is the ideal that all licensed media should live up to mm-hmm. because ever since they started like building it back in the early 90s with yeah. Bantam later on the license with the Delray and of course Dark Horse Comics right but you know ever since they started doing that like it's a very curated very tightly controlled universe and it's up to a certain standard yeah and the thing is though is that the Star Wars universe now ex- you know goes to its movies and uh, TV shows and it was comics and novels and video games, and they all worked together. And it made them a freaking fortune. Yeah. And if anyone's thinking about, well, no, that stuff doesn't count, uh, some of it still does. Yes and no, yeah. Yeah, this yeah. is a whole topic. Some stuff does, some stuff doesn't. But, but what, we're, what, we're, what you're no, getting no, no, at... No, I'm going yeah. to get to it. I'm yeah. just saying. But, you know, we can talk about yeah, canon please. levels. But the thing is, though, so, like, they're the golden standard for creating the... When I said the use of the actual, the word multimedia, it mm-hmm. isn't just you know cheap ass CD ROMs back in 1991 or whatever. Right. We're talking about you know video audio. We're talking about movies and TV and video games. Yeah. And like they made a lot of money of that, and other companies tr- started trying to emulate that. Like tie-in novels got better. Like the Halo novels are supposed to be really good. I haven't read them. Yeah. And like Marvel kind of dabbled in that a bit when they did those. Uh, the video games, the ones with the original characters? Yes. Yeah, the uh, the Imperfects, I think they were. Yeah, like Rise yeah. of the Imperfects, I think mm-hmm. was the yes. name of it. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, though, is that now we basically have, like, let's try that again. Because <laughs> now Marvel's like, okay, we have these movies that are working. Yeah. And we're going to do TV shows. And you know if they could do video games. Or- they would. I mean, they, they, they won't do the comics because that'll create too much brand confusion. Well, and, and actually, perfect example of, of the reverse of that would be how Injustice Gods Among Us, the comic is actually really popular and is probably one of the best comics DC's putting out yeah. right now. Like, it's just, it's about trying to build, like, these media empires. That's It's no longer good enough to just do a movie, a second movie, a third movie. Mm-hmm. Because, let's face it, as much as we love the Nolan movies, they are now irrelevant. Yes. 
You can go back. You can watch The Dark Knight as many freaking times as right. you want. It's done. It's over. It's yeah, moved, it's moved, not moved a, not a thing. It's not a presence. Right. Like Star Wars, as much as we like to hate on it, was a, still a presence. And mm-hmm. of course, everyone's going ecstatic because we're getting movies. Because movies is the cu- the core yeah. of Star. And Wars. these movies will be continuing the Star yeah. Wars story. But like yeah, Marvel has their shows and their TV shows, and they and it's working. I mean, Agents of Shield was a little bumpy, but it's working. DC still doesn't know what the freak it's doing though. Like they had something going with with Arrow and well, like Arrow and Flash is basically their I would say their latest attempt that's actually working. Yeah, the last thing that was even close to that was the DC animated universe. Yes, which they murdered absolutely because there's no reason why Young Justice couldn't have been. In the DCAU, mm-hmm. just, you know, I, I push agree. it 10, 20 yeah. years if you want. Please, I, I agree with that entirely, and I still say that it's because some executives got in their head that even though, the uh, you know, they write comic books for 35-year-olds or whatever, they got in their head that the re- that the viewership for the, the animated uh, universe was getting too old, so they had to essentially jettison it in favor of something new. That's what I feel that they did. It's so dumb because the reason why companies are going after these mega franchises, trying to build them, is because now if you can create something new that is interesting, you... Someone gets into that. Like, someone goes to see Guardians of the Galaxy. It's the first Marvel movie they've ever seen. I know that sounds weird, but there are still people out there who haven't seen any of these movies. Plenty of kids, I'm sure. And they're like, oh, that's awesome. Then they will go back and watch all of the other movies. Mm Mm-hmm. Because they can't get enough, because they want more. Yeah. That's the why, um, that's part of um, what we live in now with like the, the binging society, Netflix. Yeah. Why Supernatural will probably have 15 seasons, despite <laughs> what, you know, our friend David was like, no, it wouldn't. I'm like, it's going to get Supernatural is going to yeah. 15 seasons because yeah. Supernatural keeps picking up steam yeah. because people. They hear, oh, I love Supernatural. Supernatural is awesome. Oh, maybe I should check out Supernatural. And then they can just go on Netflix right. and binge the hell out of it. And they and they have a crew and a cast that actually really enjoy being there and will yeah. do it as long but, as they can. But the thing is, having that archive available, being a long-running show, like being long-running is no longer in itself like a hindrance. Yeah. It's actually an asset because now if someone watches your show, like they – happen to turn on the TV and they catch an episode of, I don't know, Mad Men, and they're like, oh, a show set in the 60s. <laughs> oh, look at that dapper gentleman who is cheating on his wife and drinking a lot. <laughs> Gee, I wonder where he came from. And then they can go on Netflix, start a season one, on and AMC is making their money anyway because yeah. every stream that you think is a few cents into somebody's yep. coffer. Uh, Breaking Bad was a perfect example of that as well. Picking up steam, yeah, because yeah. Breaking Bad had okay ratings, but it didn't explode until later on. People yeah. watched it on Netflix. Right. So... That, 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 I mean, I think that's actually why Netflix went and bought season one of Gotham already before the show even aired. Because they know they're going to get... There's, no, you know there's going to be binging numbers. There totally. are people who are already saying, like, oh, just wait. Like, your mom said earlier tonight that she read, was it the review of Gotham? Yeah. And they said, stream it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, my God! Do you not understand yeah. how TV works? People need to watch the show when it's on. Yeah, they do. I mean, streaming numbers will not save a show alone. I mean, there have to be ratings to go along with it. Yeah. I mean, we are lucky, beyond lucky, that that community has lasted as long as it has because that is mainly streaming numbers and it's still managed to well, actually still have that's legs. that's because online portals want – they want some kind of content. Yeah. I mean, because that's, that's why Yahoo picked them up. Yeah. yeah, Yahoo wants to compete with Hulu. They want to compete with Netflix's stuff. Amazon definitely. Right. 
Yeah, so I mean, it's a changing marketplace. It's changing times. I just, I wish that these DC shows could actually play nice together. And you know that Gotham specifically is not going to. Constantine could still play nice with Arrow and Flash very easily. Yeah, Batman's always had an issue with being siloed because the reason why you didn't have a lot of Batman stuff on JLU Mm -hmm. was because it was siloed because of the Nolan movies were coming out. Sure, that's why you couldn't get Nightwing, you couldn't get Batgirl, you couldn't get Joker. Let's say Redunculus. It was, yeah. Yeah, it just, it it upset me greatly, but it it was not that bad. Uh, If you, if... I know you don't really agree in, uh, with like a f- uh, an out of five rating, but what would you give Gotham out of five if you were to rate it? Oh, either three and a half or four. It's okay. actually decent. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I no, I'm fine with five, mm-hmm. but you need to have half stars. Oh, totally. It's yeah. it's like you know, like if I I'm talking about Star Wars Scoundrels, actually, is two point five stars to me. Uh-huh. But Goodreads doesn't have half stars, and I don't want to give it two, but it's not good enough for three yeah. because I have conflicted <laughs> conflicted feelings about that freaking book. You I, are not fan fiction. Stop writing tie-in novels like they're fan fiction. Yeah, I, I give it about uh, three, three, three and a half myself. Uh, yeah. yeah, three, three and a half is actually pretty close. I mean, it's it's enough to keep me interested in a, in, a, in a season to come. I just I want this to go somewhere interesting and unique. I just don't want the same damn story over over and over again. However, I still hate the name Ivy Pepper, and I hope that they change it. So that's that. <laughs> that's just about all I have to say right now. You got anything else? You, you good? You good? Good? I think I'm okay, but I know I told a few jokes that you laughed at, and then I didn't remember them now. <laughs> that's why we recorded, so you can listen to them later. <laughs> I mean, oh, oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Dumbass. All right, sorry. Well, well, we're spo- as usual sponsored by DCBS. That's a kind of service. Check them out at dcbservice.com. 50% off of Marvel and DC hardcovers and trades. 40% off Marvel, DC, Image, and Dark Horse single issues, plus some great deals on independent titles as well. So go read comic books. Comic books are fun, aren't they? They aren't, aren't they nice? Aren't they aren't they enjoyable? Don't you love them? I bet Gordon is going to leave his wife cuz she's a lesbian. <laughs> wow. And then Commissioner Gordon had a beer and cheated on his wife. This will be season 3 of Gotham. Watch it. It'll probably happen, probably. yeah. Uh, and uh, and it used uh, the Comicsology storefront on DCBS to save yourself extra savings on that. Uh, email address, comic timing, comic timing at gmail.com, facebook.com slash comic timing for further conversations. And uh, there will be an episode on race and ethnicity in comics coming out uh, probably at the end of this week. This was recorded a couple of weeks ago, but I haven't had a chance to edit it yet, so we will do that uh, sometime very, very soon. And you can hear me talk more about Gotham on the new uh, DC TV podcast that Jim Miller and friends are putting out. Uh, I will have a link to that on the Facebook page when it is released. Thank you for talking into a microphone, Chris. <coughs> and by talking, I mean coughing. And as always, there's always time for comics. a little coffee here. Uh, oh, oh, dying. Dying. <laughs> uh.
Dental plan. Lisa needs braces. Lisa needs braces. Dental plan. Lisa needs braces. Dental plan. Lisa needs braces. Dental plan.